Welcome to the WIPS Podcast, inspiring and empowering women to take the stage and up their game in the public speaking arena. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentation, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sue Dumay, and she's from the Vancouver area in British Columbia. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. I'm very happy to have you with me today. And so our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Tell us about your business. Well, I'm a global impact visionary leader, and I run a global business called Heart Led Living. And it's a community, a growing community all around the world where we all do our own internal healing so that we can actually be brighter lights in the world and, and do the work we're meant to do in the world. That's really inspiring. Yeah, I guess we're also at a time that our world desperately needs that, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I think more, more people need to be woken up and lit up for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And tell me, how was your first experience as a public speaker? Because I know that you've been doing a lot of public speaking, but how was the first time? Well, it's interesting because when I, when I hear that question, the first memory that comes in of my public speaking was actually in grade seven. Yeah. And, uh, and actually it was grade five. Wow. Okay. It was a long time ago. So grade <laughs> five. When I grew up, I was, I was very painfully shy. My nickname was Squeak. So when we had to do public speaking in school and we had to stand up in front of the class and do a speech, I was terrified. And it was really, really challenging for me, even just to stand up in front of a group, let alone open my mouth and have something come out. And it was a really, at the same time as it was terrifying, it was a really empowering experience. And then I was chosen to actually speak in front of the whole school. So that was a whole other other ball game, but, um, but it was very, it was a really neat experience and it opened my eyes to the, the passion I had for speaking and for sharing a message. That's interesting. And I can relate so much because I was the same type of little girl that you turn all the shades of red because you're asked to speak in front of the class or just speak up for that matter. And it was disempowering at one point, but you're right. When we realize we can do this and we just overcome the fear, that's when we get more empowered and do, do it in a better way when we get older. And throughout all the experiences that you've had public speaking, would you be able to share with us maybe a challenging one, someone, either an event or something that happened that really challenge you and what did you learn from it? Well, the one that, that I can reflect back on right now is when I was speaking in front of nurses and practitioners around fertility. Mm. And at the time I was teaching yoga for fertility. I was doing a mind body program for fertility for clients to conceive a child. And what I was really empowered to speak about was around you know, what the client needs, you know, how they can support them emotionally, not just physically. So just shifting from kind of seeing them as a, a patient or a client, one of the many that come through their door, to seeing them as an individual that was really emotionally challenged by, by not being able to conceive a child. So I had this like 
real intensity in, in what I wanted to say. And I had kind of like this really passion to, to be a voice for, for these women and, and to help them get it. I wanted people to get it. I wanted it. But it was coming from a place of fear and it was coming from a place of desperation. Like I really wanted them to get it. Yeah. And so when I got up on stage and I started speaking, I only had 10 or 15 minutes, but I had about a day's worth of things I wanted to say. <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't find a way. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to narrow it down. And I kind of just, it felt like I just like threw up on, them. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, you know, tried to share as much as I can in a short period of time. So it wasn't one of my most graceful experiences on stage. However, I did really learn a lot from that in, in recognizing that I needed to come from a place of love, loving presence, and know that coming from fear is actually not serving anyone, including me. And to be able to find a way to create a system where there's structure, but also flexibility in my message so that when I'm speaking on stage, I had a kind of points to follow or a system to follow. At that point, I just was like so wanting to share everything all at once, and I realized yeah. that didn't work. <laughs> and that happens to all of us the first few times. Way too much content for the time that we have, but we think that we have to share it all. And it's you're right, it's also a great learning experience. I like how you put it, that you have a sort of structure that you probably just put together for yourself what works for you but at least I also really like the part that you mentioned to listeners that you keep it flexible for when you're in front of people because you never know what will happen well that's the thing is we have I call it flexibility within structure yeah. and when we have our the idea of what we're meant to speak at or we have these kind of speaking points we can then actually navigate based on what the audience's experiences are, right? So then we can actually change gears if we need to, and we're not stuck to kind of our agenda. Absolutely. We're really operating for the audience's benefit then. And then it's really valuable for them. Uh, we're sharing what they need at that time. And it's also more rewarding for us when we do that. Absolutely. Nice. And now that we've heard about the challenging one, what about your greatest memory from the stage? What would that be? Well, the the one that I that really stands out for it was a big turning point for me. It shifted it shifted me internally. My whole life changed after this event. And I and I had this vision for a long time of speaking on stage in front of like thousands of people like 10,000 people. Wow. And at the same time as it kind of terrified me, it actually really excited me and brought like this, just this fire inside of the idea of doing it. So I had this opportunity to speak. It all came about so synchronistically, like it just, it couldn't have been divine, more divinely planned. It certainly wasn't me making it all happen. All of these beautiful synchronicities happened. And I found myself speaking on stage I was introduced by Dr. Dennis Waitley, and I was speaking about self-honesty. And I stood up on stage in front of 10,000 people and outwardly declared and owned my gift as an intuitive healer. So not only was that empowering for the audience, for them to say, oh, wow, if she could stand up and stand out 
and, and own who she is and own that gift that she's carrying, then I can too. So it was really amazing experience for me, but also it really touched the hearts of the audience in a way that I, I just, I, I remember it so clearly and I had goosebumps just kind of reflecting back on it. So it was a turning point for me personally, as well as a shift for the audience. Oh, I guess so. And I can just imagine how it must have been. That's incredible. And I also agree with you, the fact that you mentioned all those synchronicities. Sometimes we speak up and say something to a group that we've probably never said before. And why did we say it at that time? But it, like you mentioned, it thoroughly changed your life. And that's for the better because now you're sharing it even more and in a very valuable way for many other audiences. That's really inspiring. And now that we know all the great things and all the great speeches that you've been doing, how do you prepare before you do a presentation or a speech? Well, in the beginning, I prepared a little bit more. Uh, I don't prepare as much anymore and because I have a real trust in, in the message to come through my heart. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a heart-centered speaker. I, I don't memorize my speeches. I, I Even the, the flexibility within structure. Now the, the structure is I get a title. <laughs> I get a download. This is You're going to speak on this. I'm like, okay, beautiful. And sometimes what will happen is I, I usually meditate and get more clarity that way. So meditation is a really powerful tool for me to prepare. So I, I usually get the title. I'll usually get maybe a quote or a story that goes along with it. And then I, I stand up on stage and allow the, the message to come through me. So my intention is always to be the clearest channel to allow the message that the audience needs to hear to come through in the time and in the way that it needs to come through. So for me, being, um, being grounded is essential and being, feeling centered in, in the message and, and as well, you know, making sure that I'm, 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 I've meditated ahead of time. The other piece I always do as well is actually prepare the room, prepare the space or the auditorium because energetically as an intuitive healer, I'm very sensitive to energy. So before I even get into the room, I'm already, you know, kind of mapping out the energy and shifting it. And then once I actually arrive, I always come early before I speak so I can gauge the audience and read the audience's energy, but also experience some of the other speakers to see what the, what they've been having, you know, what impact has happened already in the room. And then I set up the room energetically while I'm there to support me on stage and to support the, the audience to have the greatest impact with the message. That is so interesting because it relates to many things that I say to speakers usually, even though some of them might not consider they are as intuitive as you are and that you explain how you're working, but being attentive to what's going on in the room. And I always mention, read your room, feel what's going on. If we start to work on that even more, even less intuitive people should be able to do a better job at grasping what the audience needs at that time, instead of just downloading everything they think they should be needing. That's really interesting. Yeah. One of my mentors, Les Brown, he's, I've worked with him for years. 
he always said to me, listen to the listening of the audience. Yeah. And that was really powerful because not only am I listening to the listening, but I'm feeling into their energy. I'm feeling in behind the, en the energy of the listening. And if you're really in tune and if you practice this, the more you practice this, the more in tune you get. And like you said, everybody's intuitive. We are, we're all intuitive. We are. And the more we practice, the more we actually can feel the intangible. We can actually get to get underneath it a little bit better. And when we listen, we can actually feel a shift in the audience. And it's such a subtle shift sometimes, but it, it totally redirects my message. It's really interesting. I, I love those moments where I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going somewhere else. <laughs> and it feels so powerful. And everybody in the audience is just like, you can just see the impact and you can feel the impact it's having. So the, when we're actually in service to the audience, so we're sharing what they need to hear versus what we want to say, which is what the example I showed you. I'm like, I wanted to say that. <laughs> here was different. And when we're actually in service to what the audience needs to hear, the, the impact and the long lasting effect, the imprint we leave, we leave on in their hearts and in their minds is, is, is priceless. Absolutely. You're, you're right about that. And it's probably the only thing we should try to focus on. All speakers should try to practice that more. So they will have, uh, well, first they will feel more in part, but they will also have a longer lasting impact on the audiences that they meet, which is way better. Mm -hmm. And finally, uh, Sue, I would like to know, what would be your one tip that would help women be one part on stage? Feel more empowered on stage. Well, there's a lot of tips I can give, but the one that's that I feel is really, really important that most people don't realize or don't think about is the idea of grounding your energy. Mm. And uh, when I do speaker training and I work with a speaker, I actually will have them speak and you can hear their voice and hear it in their throat and you can hear them kind of in the nervous or, or, or their tentativeness in speaking. And I'll ground their energy for them first so that they can experience it. As soon as I ground their energy, their tone goes deeper, their voice changes, they, their message comes from deeper within them, to, from more down into their core versus from their throat and chest, and everything shifts. And I did this with a, a young man who was backstage with me before 10,000 people at that event. And he was walking around, he's anxious and he's shaking and he's like, I can't do this. And I'm like, can I just do one thing? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I put my hands on his shoulder and I grounded his energy. We ground his energy down into the earth and feel that connection. I didn't say anything to him. I just did it. And it's about feeling the connection between the earth and your feet, feeling like two magnets drawn together. So that's what I created for him. And he opened his eyes. He's like, what did you do? I'm like, I just grounded your energy. He's like, okay. And off he went. His friend came running over. He's like, what did you do to my friend? He's so calm. He's like, he's <laughs> freaking me out. I'm like, so I'm like, God, I just grounded his energy. So it makes such a big difference when energetically we're in, in sitting, standing in our two feet, yeah. landed here on this earth embodied having our kind of that soul embodiment we're here fully and present that's when the message can have its greater impact but also that's when you're actually going to feel more solid on stage absolutely what a great tip 
because everyone can benefit from that. And it's something that we just need to practice on doing it more so we are able to speak in more powerful and empowered way. Sue, thank you very much for this great interview because you shared so many pearls of wisdoms that our speakers and the listeners will be able to put in practice. So what I'll be doing, people will be uh, having access to two links that they can reach out, connect with you, follow you, and make sure that they can know a little bit more about what you do. And thank you again for being with me today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and even share with your own networks to inspire and empower others to do public speaking. 